This is DJ Dr. Chris. And it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. Today, I'm going to be talking about why the calories in, calories out model is broken. And I'm going to be discussing something that's close and dear to my heart recently. I'm excited. Are you excited? Oh, I'm really excited. And after that, we'll pop open a bottle and see what comes out. Are you ready? I'm ready for this one. Okay, Bree. So, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Uh, I hear you want to start with the good news of the day. I do. Everybody. Okay. So we have been MIA for the last couple of weeks for very good reason. Um, we have good news though. I'm pregnant. Yay! <laughs> so I have been tired, exhausted, moody, crabby, and it's just been a whirlwind of emotion. So finally, we're at a safe point where I can announce stuff to everyone. We'll put something on Instagram in a couple more weeks. And we just want to include y'all because I feel like y'all are our family too. Are you going to tell them on air what the sex of the baby is? Or maybe that should be an Instagram that surprise. That is going to be an Instagram surprise. Good. I like it. Awesome. Well, congrats. I mean, I've known for a little bit too. So if I don't sound surprised, that's why. <laughs> but I'm super excited for you to, to join us married folk that have kids and don't get to sleep and get, uh, you know, puked on, pooped on, peed on. So I, I can't wait for it. I'm ready for all of that. I can't wait to commiserate. I'm right? ready to drink again. Let's just be <laughs> real about it. Yeah, so tonight will be popping bottle as she cannot drink. Yes, just one. I know I've been lying to y'all and I felt bad. So that's why another reason why we hadn't been on the air recently. Because I'm like, I'm tired of just telling them we're pretending like I'm drinking this vodka. Or I have been drinking some non-alcoholic rosé. So that we can pop but nothing fun for the next 20 something weeks yeah there were a couple episodes where she was lying i wasn't i was still drinking i'm yeah. up right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so what's in Bree's corner what's the bs of the day um so i just figured we would talk about pregnancy the good the bad the ugly i have been extremely lucky with my pregnancy i will say Everybody knows I had a miscarriage in October, so besides anxiety, um, my pregnancy has been smooth sailing. The most symptoms I've had was like muscle cramps in my legs and being exhausted, like going to bed at 7 o'clock and wanting to take naps every day. All of these are common symptoms of pregnancy. Oh, the other crazy thing is vivid dreams. Like I would dream about the weirdest things. Like riding a dolphin in the middle of the ocean and i don't even like to swim so it's like that would never be something that i would normally dream about that's awesome but it's like it's the craziest dreams and they they happen more frequently earlier on in the pregnancy now it's kind of leveling off now that i'm getting a little further along but um wait, wait we gotta dive into this tell me more about this dolphin dream i can't remember that like i have dreams like that it was like almost every single night i didn't know what was gonna happen in my mind it was crazy and it seemed so real like i was there like th when they say vivid dreams i'm being like i thought i was swimming and then I realized I can't swim, so that was not me. So wait, so you were like riding the back? The I dolphin, was on the dolphin, like holding the, the fin, or you got like saddle? No, I was sitting straddling it and just riding. I don't know where the hell we were going. And there was other people in the dreams with me, but I don't remember now like where they were. But it was the craziest dream. For some reason, I picture you like holding a trident. <laughs> that was not a mermaid. <laughs> Mermaids don't have tridents, do they? The, I think the kings do. Oh, uh, the mermans? Yeah, the mermans. Okay, gotcha. 
Um, <laughs> but then, like, like I said, I didn't have nausea like most people. I did have a little dizziness, but not bad. But like I said, my pregnancy has been truly easy besides the whole mental thing with weight gain. I know everyone says that you're supposed to gain weight, it's normal, but for me, weight is a big issue. So I didn't want to gain as much, and like I was gaining a pound a week, and that adds up very quickly when you have 40 weeks to go. So that made me a little nervous, and then plus fluid. I have a lot of, like one week I gained three pounds in one week, and that scared the crap out of me. I went to the doctor, I just have a lot of fluid retention, which is normal during pregnancy, but it can also cause other issues later on. It could be a sign of preeclampsia. Not necessarily a, like, if you have swelling, this is going to happen, but it could. So these next couple of weeks, you'll be hearing all about the fun joys of pregnancy, all the different diseases that possibly could happen, what you should look out for, what you need to talk to your physician about, and enjoy the ride with me. Did I ever tell you about the uh, when Juliana was pregnant, the $800 fart? <laughs> I don't think she wants you to tell people. I'm going to tell it. No, do not embarrass her. I podcast sings she... <laughs> about storytelling. <laughs> well, tell it, Chris. Okay. It's your funeral. <laughs> she doesn't listen anyways. So, <laughs> so uh, she, you know, she was like maybe seven months pregnant or so. Uh, everything was going well. And then one day she woke up with sh like severe sharp pain, bent over. And she's like, and, and you know, we had some miscarriages. Well, she had some miscarriages. Uh, so she was nervous. So we went right to the ER. They, you know, took all our vitals and then they, uh, they did a diagnostic ultrasound and they're like, good news. It's just gas. <laughs> and then we got $800 bill. <laughs> so I call it the $800 fart. That happens to a lot of pregnant women, not yeah. gas necessarily, but yeah. when they pee on themselves, I heard uh -huh. that happens later on because your belly gets so big and the baby's like pushing on your bladder that people will like think their water broke and you go to the ER and they're just like, it's just pee. <laughs> and you're like, oh, thanks. The joys. thousand dollars later. <laughs> <laughs> what is with the muscle cramps? I'm guessing some sort of electrolyte imbalance. Is that what that is? It, not necessarily. It could be, they don't always know why certain things happen in pregnancy. It could be hormones, mm -hmm. but um, that's something I should do more research on and talk about in the next yeah. few weeks with the pregnancy series. Yeah. Because I have them almost every single night. And they said what you should do before you go to bed is stretch because your, your muscles just tighten up. Mm -hmm. You got to think about all the extra fluid that is being pulled down there. So I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Yeah, I, I have to assume there's got to be something going on with electrolytes. And then uh, what about, um, not to put you on the spot, but what about, uh, what do you call it, reflux? I don't have GERD, but that I heard happens. Some people make it in the beginning. I heard it happens later on. Yeah, It's because the baby, like you got to think, your intestines and your diaphragm and your liver and all that is like in your tummy area. So when the baby grows, the uterus expands and it pushes everything up. So your stomach doesn't have as much room to expand. So when girls are eating, mm -hmm. there's not enough room. That's why they're like, oh, I'm full and like after two bites. But then there's nowhere for it to digest. Mm. And so it just kind of sits there and kind of builds up and then there you go with the reflux maybe it's something mechanical too like just pure dilation like maybe it's the, the it could be hiatal is a hiatal sphincter is that what it's called yeah gets dilated i don't know it takes me back to year one of grad school but mm. yeah i don't know i've oh, always wondered about that years ago yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
But this is an interesting question. So I would love to hear from all you mamas, present, past. It would be kind of cool to relate to y'all and see if y'all can give me any, any advice um, from pregnancy until after birth because that's going to be something we're going to definitely talk about on this podcast because I'm going to try to go natural. Everyone says I'm crazy, but we'll see. Maybe we'll take a poll. Yeah, my wife went natural the first uh, pregnancy, and then the second one, she's like, no way in hell. And I've heard that too. <laughs> People are like, you just wait till you get on that bed, and those contractions hit. I was like, maybe mentally, if I'm prepared, it'll be fine. So, we'll see. Well, I'm excited for you. Thanks. I'm excited too. I, I can't, can't wait to meet it. I can't wait for our kids to have play dates. I know. So, well, my topic is going to be uh, here in the rehab corner is going to be somewhat relevant for afterwards. My topic is why uh, the calories in, calories out model is broken. Mm. Okay. So weight loss, we've been told for years, decades, uh, eat less, move more, right? And I, I just, I never was satisfied with that. Like, not that that model doesn't work, but it's... Um, the real reason I think it's broken is it puts the blame on the person if they can't lose weight. Yeah. Because that model means you're basically always in a calorie deficit, which means you're hungry mm-hmm. most of the time. And hangry. Hangry. Well, there's, that's a whole other topic. I, I can discuss that too. So, <clears throat> I mean, hunger is, you know, hunger and sex are like our prime drivers. I mean, you know, just because you don't have the willpower to. <laughs> outdo your prime driver you know that just uh, something's wrong with that yeah so you know it'd be one thing if we were like a car like a simple input output uh, machine but we're more complex than that we have an endocrine system and the endocrine system releases hormones and probably the most important hormone in our body is insulin and literally every single cell in our body has a receptor for insulin so that whole model just sort of negates that whole system. So what happens when you eat? So, so first of all, let me back up. We've been told eat you know five to six meals a day, mostly carbs, right? That's and then sort of outrun that. So have this giant influx of carbs and then try to burn them all off. Right? That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, and so what happens when you eat a big meal of carbs? A bunch of carbs, and I say carbs, I mean glucose. So like sugars, glucose, are synonymous. So that's breads, pastas, pizzas, fruits, vegetables, anything that's carbohydrate glucose. Anytime you have a meal that's predominantly glucose, your body, your pancreas specifically, will secrete um, insulin, which basically takes the, the glucose and stuffs it into cells, into your liver, into your muscle, and then stores the extra as fat. Right? So what happens over time, um, your body starts to get more and more insulin resistant. So this is what leads to diabetes, mm-hmm. right? So if you look at somebody's lifespan over like, you know, 80 years, if they're always feeding themselves a constant level of glucose throughout their life, over time, the amount of insulin it takes to get the glucose out starts to slowly climb over the years. And then it gets to a point where there's an inflection point and then they become insulin resistant, right? And insulin, so basically what will happen is the bio will keep secreting more insulin to try to get it out and more and more and more. Right, and then you become diabetic, and then you're you know taking insulin, right? So the problem is insulin is anabolic; it's a builder. That's what it does, which is good. It builds muscle, it builds bones, it builds all kinds of stuff. But when it goes out of whack, it builds a ton of fat. Yeah. In fact, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it. Diabetics, their injection sites, they'll have like adipose, a hyperplastic, I think it's called, 
adipose sites. So in other words, I have a big ball of fat right where, like they it, where they inject. That's why yeah. I tell you, we want that and other stuff, but yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is uh, the calories in, calories out doesn't 100% represent the picture because we're not thinking about one of these prime uh, hormones in our body, which is insulin. Um, and it negates the whole endocrine system. So a better way is to maybe limit your carbs. Maybe when you're younger, it's fine. But as you get older, I think you need to cut down on carbs. Depends on the person, right? If you cut back on carbs, you're going to lose weight. And then if you kind of plateau, maybe that's when you start to incorporate, okay, let's look at how many calories in it. Am I always in a surplus? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I think it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, half the stuff we eat, we shouldn't be eating anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, personally, I've, I went on a zero-carb diet back in like four months ago and I dropped 25 pounds, right? And I'm still, I'm not hungry because I've eaten mostly protein. Protein's super satiating. Uh, it's a very fun diet because I could eat a lot of steak. And, uh, you know, like I'm not even counting calories at all. I'm not exercising anymore. The only change I did was take carbs out. I dropped 25 pounds in four months. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's similar to keto. I know he's like against keto. There's a difference between... No, no, I'm not anti-keto. Okay. I was like, keto was like what I lost when I got on it to lose weight for the wedding. The issue is it's not life sustainable for me particularly right. because I love carbs. I am a carb fanatic. I just realized my body does better if I don't eat them as much. So I, after the baby's done, of course... Um, we'll do more of a carb cycling type of lifestyle yeah. where there's some days where it's no carbs at all. The next day, if I know I'm going to be more active, I will have one meal with carbs in it mm -hmm. to help burn. And it, that way my body's not going through withdrawal because you, there is such thing as like a withdrawal syndrome from mm -hmm. this. Because yeah. I'm sure that first week you did, you felt like shit. Headaches. Well, actually, I didn't. But I, that shocks me. Well, I think there is a reason behind that. I, I, well, first of all, I was born hypoglycemic, so I think my body does not do well with carbs in general. Mm. I've already, I think I've already developed a problem with insulin resistance, mm. so I think I was like kind of solving my own issue. But I have heard of other people having difficulty. A lot of people go on that keto flu. Yeah. Um, but so, which is fine. I think you know, there's nothing wrong with carbs per se. But I think the whole idea of eat five to six meals a day. Mostly carbs. I don't. I was like, I hadn't heard that in a long time, though. That's like your classic. If you go see a personal trainer, oh, yeah, you know, your bodybuilding. That's what they, you know, that's no. the old school model. Uh, the problem with that is that you're you're only burning carbs for energy all yes. the time. You're never burning fats. Yes, and it, you need to burn fat. Right, and that's the term metabolic flexibility. Mm -hmm. Be able to burn both. If you're always only burning carbs, once you run out of carbs, your your body like doesn't really know how to it kind of basically adapts and doesn't really like know how to burn fats and that's what makes you hangry mm -hmm. right so hangry is yeah hangry is basically a symptom of metabolic inflexibility but anyways even if you do want some carbs like you're talking about then i think maybe intermittent fasting is a good idea so the idea is you want to sometimes trigger ketosis yeah right but i mean you're pretty much in ketosis all the time when you're not eating carbs exactly mm -hmm. well yeah, but your liver does produce carbs too. And it's drinking alcohol. Not depends on the alcohol. Vodka has no carbs. That's why it was my favorite on keto. Wine yeah. does. Very little. Well, but depends. It still does. It's like it's like nine grams or something like that. It's it's up there because after two glasses, you're done. You're done. You're over your limit for the day. 
So that's why I drank a lot of vodka right before the wedding. Because mm-hmm. I was like, not that I wanted to get wasted. <laughs> I just didn't want to have the carbs. But then I switched back to my old faithful glass of red or rosé. So are we popping bottle? Or I know you're not going to have any. Am you I? can pop a bottle. I'll just pop some water today. Okay. All right, Brie. Are you ready for some questions? Hopefully, because usually I answer these questions a lot better when I'm drunk, so I don't know what's going to happen now. <laughs> well, if I remember right, last time you were on a tear, I think you went four for four. We were usually do three, and you answered the first three so quickly and correctly, and <laughs> we went for a fourth. All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. A 10-foot rope ladder hangs over the side of a boat with the bottom rung on the surface of the water. The rungs are one foot apart, and the tide goes up at the rate of six inches per hour. How long will it be till three rungs are covered? I can't do these. I don't do math problems. That is a math problem. I don't do word problems. Like this brings me back to like elementary school where I used to have panic attacks. Like that was way too many words. And I feel like I have to add. Well, I can't. let me see if I can simplify it. Well, I'm like, what the fuck is a rung? It's like, I don't even need to know what that is, but it still bothers me. A rung? Me. Like a rung on the ladder? But, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't do a boat. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. It was kind of a trick question anyways. The boat rises, the tide goes up, so never. So it never. Oh, that yeah. makes... Well, I didn't really know that. Because if I don't know anything about the water, but yeah, if the tide goes up, uh, the boat floats, so it would go up too. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> You got all intimidated got by the numbers. Really? Got real. <laughs> like the defensive mode. <laughs> this is all why right. I married Michael. He's helping the kids with math. Now, see, maybe you do need a little alcohol. All right. <laughs> all right. A is the father of B, but B is not the son of A. How is that possible? Okay. A is the father of B, but B is not the son of A. How is that possible? A is the father of B uh-huh. but B is not the son of A was he adopted? no Michael is the father of John but John is not the son of Michael I know right? <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> let's change the name uh, Michael is the father of Terry, but Terry is not the son of Michael. It's the same thing. <laughs> A is the father of B, but B is not the son. Is he a grandson? No. I'll give you another hint if you want, but it's going to pretty much give it away. Give me a hint. Michael is not the, or let's see, Chris is the father of Sophie. But Sophie is not the son of Chris. Oh, it's a daughter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that gave it away. Yeah, I, know, I told you. That's why I see how long it took you. Because if you hadn't said Sophie, <laughs> yeah. if you had said like Andre, I'd well, be like, oh. Well, okay. That's why I said Terry, because it's like gender neutral. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. A man dressed in all black is walking down a country lane. Suddenly, a large black car without any lights on comes around the corner and screeches to a halt. How did the car know he was there? Let me go again. A man dressed in all black is walking down a country lane. Suddenly a large black car without any lights comes around the corner and screeches to a halt. How did the car know he was there? It's a self-driving car. No. I mean, that makes sense. 
because they have sensors. <laughs> you always try to hack these questions. What year is this car, per se? This is not a Tesla. Um, man's in all black. It's his wife. No. He's in his yard? No. They're supposed to turn into the yard. <laughs> no. <laughs> he hit him. No, he screeched to a halt. That, yeah, it didn't say that. that mean, no, I was no, like, that no. don't mean they didn't hit him. Yeah. His eyes. Well, that's part of it. He was able to see the man. Yeah. Some people have good eyes, some good vision. I did a test like that in college where we drove down a road and people were on the side of the road we didn't have lights on. And you had to click to see when you first saw him, but they didn't have all black on. So he took that test that you took and trained it. Is that your answer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need alcohol. <laughs> no, it's way too simple. It was daytime. Oh, that's true. It just primed you with the black, the uh, black. dress in black, me think. I black was like, car. I would walk yeah. in the, down the road in the, uh, in the dark in the first place. <laughs> Oh, these were good. It's not that or I need to be tipsy for my yeah. so I don't overthink things. Four for four with alcohol. Oh for three with it. Without it's a mess. <laughs> it's my anxiety. All right, Bree. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm excited for these next upcoming weeks. We will be getting back on a regular schedule now that um, the secret's out. It's just really hard to keep a secret from everybody. So. Now that the secret's out and y'all can see pregnancy progression, you'll see more photos, we'll take polls, we'll do more stuff on our Instagram, so don't forget to check us out at underscore poppin underscore bottles. Um, and then, of course, DJ Dr. Chris's website, he'll tell it to you or we'll put it in the show notes. DPT.services, yeah, I'll put it there. Uh, maybe we should do like um, like a poll in Instagram guess the sex of the baby oh yeah that'll be kind of cool all right yeah let's do that i'll let you set that up okay if there's nothing else this is dj dr chris and it's your favorite nurse practitioner brie i'll see you guys next week bye guys do you have unexplained pain or do you wonder just how healthy you are when was the last time you had your blood tested blood chemistry analysis is a great way to stay ahead of any health conditions and now you can have control of your health with let's get checked Let's Get Checked is an incredible company that sends blood tests to your home. You can choose from over 30 different tests, whether that's liver function, testosterone, micronutrient, cholesterol, or C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation. It's sent to you with free shipping and you get results in two to five days, no physician referral needed. Use the code DPT20 for 20% off. Go to letsgetchecked.com and use the code DPT20.